You could stand at half cut and rep better than these guys. Oh, smart down, and it's called for another foul. back with another episode of from the Raptors. sam and i are here recording on tuesday july 6th and uh honestly there hasn't been too too much going on sam i know you wanted to start off with a, a slightly non-celtics talking point so i'll let you do that but then yeah we'll just you know i sound absolutely fantastic uh i'm sick i i'm sick <laughs> for the second time within a month which never happens it's unbelievable it, sick being sick makes going to work difficult even though I just sit at a desk because, you know, I sit there and I, I have to try not to cough because I don't want people thinking I have COVID. I don't want to blow my nose for the same reason. It's like being in purgatory. Oh, my God. <laughs> Horrible. Brutal. Brutal. I've been pretty lucky. I don't think I've been sick in a long time. I just have constant allergies, which is why I usually sound weird. But I, I usually uh, I usually don't get sick. I usually once per year and then. It's it for me. Two holiday weekends in a row, it comes back. Tough. That is very tough. Very, that is very, very tough. tough but, um, yeah, not not that I care for the holidays at all. <laughs> big on family parties. True. Very true. But uh, like I mentioned, hasn't been too much news uh, in terms of Celtics lately. One I did want to bring up was Yamadar is going to join the Celtics for the it's Summer League. You heard yeah, that? Yeah, the hype train on Yamadar is going nuts on Twitter. I saw some highlights this morning. Uh, he looks decent. I mean, he looks quick. I mean, dude, he's playing against like he's playing. In, he's not even playing like in like the top league though over there. That's the problem. Yeah, but you know, he's not playing though? in China. He's not playing in Australia. I think as a decent league, obviously like mm-hmm. the Euro League itself. But he's yeah playing in the Israeli league. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't I don't know how good of the competition Still. is. Playing against grown men, though, it's not like he's playing against college kids. I mean, Jack, we're like we're that. grown men. I mean, you can play yeah, against us. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, though. Grown athletes, like not like they're plumbers out there. Like they're basketball players. But, Close as it gets. Uh, <laughs> but no, he's been playing really well. He averaged 17 points, five assists, 1.3 steals, shot 41% from three, 47% from uh, the field. So he's shooting the ball efficiently. Uh, he's scoring well. He's passing well. I saw. A uh, tweet from Witch Carolina, which is a podcast, uh, primarily Charlotte Hornets, but big draft guy. Um, I know from my coverage of the Hornets. So he, he put out, he had Yamadar in his top 50 prospects last year. Great passer, apparently a great on-ball defender, which is what the Celtics need. He's six foot three, so he'd bring a little bit more size. Obviously, Pritchard's really short. Kemba, Kyrie, Isaiah Thomas the last few years. Celtics love their small point guards, but bringing in Yamadar would be be decent do you see him making the roster though is the big question well to start off i think he'd make it over tremont waters yes but tremont he... waters got a two-way contract i mean i i think they yeah, could but give he... yama two isn't contract, that up still isn't it up after this after the last season yes my point is they'd have to give yam a two-way contract for him to be on the roster in tremont's spot yeah okay he, he definitely okay. would get that yeah yeah Okay. Um, um, I, I think he that might be Carson the best for him. Too. How old is he? Twenty. Uh, I can Google real quick. I have it up. I I uh, think that might be the best because 
I don't know. If if he goes off in the summer 20. league, they he's yeah, 20. They, he turns he might 21 get, in December. Yeah, he might get time if he does really well in the summer league at, at the top level. I think I think all of them would have benefited from a G League last year, especially Neesmith. Langford could have benefited too, coming off an injury. Mm-hmm. I think sure. I think you're gonna. I don't know, man. This could be. Now that I'm talking about this, and if you want to really link, look at the correlation between, you know, last season there's no G League and the Celtics relied on a lot of young guys for their depth, and the year before there was a G League and they still kind of relied on all those guys for depth and the difference in the way they played. Let's let's just use Grant as an example because he was really good <laughs> in the first year. And he was playing meaningful playoff minutes, and he was making an impact. In this last season, he fell off a little bit. Now, people exaggerated. I don't think he was horrible. I know you certainly don't. I think you you think he has strengths that are valuable, which is true. I think – I mean, he wouldn't have played well at all if he wasn't valuable. There, There's room for improvement. I don't – I don't know. I I have faith in Grant still. But these other guys – Pritchard probably wouldn't have had to do it, but Neesmith for sure would have benefited from it. Of course, mm-hmm. Romeo, like I said, he he struggled to stay healthy. Uh, even Tremont Waters. I mean, we we loved Tremont Waters before this season, and we were hyping him up when Wanamaker left, and we were saying, you know, maybe maybe he's the backup now, or maybe that we had to wait a year because he was getting consistent time in the G League. So when he was coming in, it wasn't just he wasn't just sitting there on his ass watching games. It's going to make a difference, whether it's for Yamadar or not. And that's something to keep an eye on with this team this year. Never didn't really think about it till just now. But in reality, it seems like there's some kind of correlation with the young guys playing well. And this is going to be a really tough summer league year, too, because as I've mentioned time and time again, I know you don't pay attention to the draft. Absolutely, this, I don't. It, it's going to be one of the best draft classes in recent history, if not the last 20 years. Like it, it's stacked. There's going to be players who go undrafted that are NBA talents. Um, people clowning on me or clowning on whoever for talking about second round picks. Second round picks this year are as good as a mid to late first round pick. Like it, it's that deep of a draft class. You can find some sleepers. There's going to be Terrence Davis's. There's going to be Duncan Robinson's who fall under the radar. Kendrick Nunn. All these players who go and draft and find their way into NBA rosters. There's going to be a ton of them from this year's class. Mark my words. So Yamadar will have a real chance to prove himself in the summer league. And I think he could take a roster. Uh, I would hope Brad Stevens trades Carson Edwards for a second round pick or just dumps the contract at this point. I, I'm out on Carson. I don't know how you feel. No, but I, I think it's time there's to no move. reason to keep him around. You've got Pritchard, who is the same mm-hmm. uh, position. He's playing better. He's proved that he can play. And I think if they trade Edwards, he's going to play fine wherever he goes. I think he's going to be better with a uh, longer leash, more of a green light. He doesn't have that here. He what he's, very limited in what he's allowed to do, as he should be, because there's better talent around him. If he plays for maybe not a Detroit, because they're going to be point guard heavy now, uh, with them likely taking Cunningham. But like, let's say like Minnesota or uh, who else is like horrible? Like New Orleans will probably not be good next year. Ah, uh, they they could be all right. Oh, I bet Houston would take a chance. Houston, Orlando, Orlando would be really one to keep. Well, I think if guys you, that are injured, not. If you throw Carson and a couple second-round picks at Houston, I think you could get Avery Bradley or DJ Augustine back. I don't want Avery Bradley because he can't wear it, – it'll piss me off he can't wear the same number. Oh, my God. That, that kind of thing okay, bothers fine, me fine, a fine. lot. DJ Augustine or Daniel House back? For I'd rather have House. I don't I have no interest in Augustine. I mean, I don't know. I think – Why not? I, I, 
I don't know what the team needs because I think realistically, not realistically, in theory, they should be able to have depth everywhere because if these young guys show up, let's say Romeo and Neesmith are going to be solid wings, not that they will be, but they could be, and you have to play them to find out. And Pritchard is should be a solid backup, but we don't know. See, I, I just think you need one more point guard on the roster because with the injury history of the Celtics, running smart, then Pritchard, and then what? Romeo is your next point guard. Jason Tatum. Should, like, you, you can give Tatum the ball, Yamadar. but ideally you want a point guard. on the, I guess Yamadar, but I think they need to bring in a veteran point guard. That's just my opinion. I, I think that'd be good. Maybe Michael Carter-Williams for Carson Edwards in two seconds. I'd do that in a heartbeat. Where is you is he I'm on Houston? Up. He's in Orlando. 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 Boston guy. I, I wouldn't be opposed exactly. to that. Bruce Brown, also a free agent this offseason, Sam. Oh, he's going to get paid, though, because he can make hook yeah. shots at <laughs> six foot three. He's going to get a little bit. That's all he does. Well, he plays defense, too. Not to discount <laughs> that. But on offense, yeah. they literally just play him at small ball five, and he's like a guard. Hey, it does well, though. He plays No, it does. It's we- well, it works with the team they have. That's why. Because Durant's <laughs> exactly. seven feet, so on defense, he can be the one to get the boards. But it's just weird. Mm-hmm. Um, before we get into, I have a couple, not games, but activities uh, that we're going to do to wrap up the show to some degree. Not even wrap up, but as the bulk of the show. Uh, a few quotes in the past few days from various sources. Steve Kerr, uh, quote, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown are part of that rare breed that we're all looking for in the NBA. Guys who can do everything. Uh, I mean, Steve Kerr, quote, praising the Jays, just a nice thing to bring up. Uh, I'm sick of people trying to trade Brown. I've never been on that. I'm, trade. Sick, of and, I'm sick of people trying to trade everybody because I really don't. You just think, don't like trades. <laughs> no, well, no, not that. I just don't think there's any trades out there that you could do that without touching the core pieces or say you touch smart. Cause I consider him a core piece are going to make you are going to be worth it. You know, it's just like people want to trade just to trade, which is what we do in the media. And you know, you have, we, you specifically, when you write, have to come up mm-hmm. with things to talk about, especially this time of year. I mean, the season's still going, but we don't have anything here in Celtic land. So mm-hmm. you got to you gotta fill the space, fill the air somehow. So that's mm-hmm. that's what happens. Now, Jalen Brown is someone that is just being thrown around there. I've never thrown him into trade conversation. No, not you. You can have my back on that. You. I'm not yeah, saying. I know, I know. But, like, Mannix said, like, you know, they wouldn't consider trading him except for like Beal and Lillard, which is like, I, yeah, I don't mind Mannix's comment, though, because Mannix. Oh, no, I don't either. From I a, think it's... from a personal that was like his own opinion. That wasn't a report. That was, that was uh, his OK. Opinion. Well, still, like, I mean, it's probably pretty close. I mean, I don't know if I'd trade him for Beal or Lillard, to be honest with you, I just because each. And I'm yeah. not in on Lillard like everyone else is because oh, really? you're going to have to give an arm and a leg. And it seems like trades now are like more expensive than ever. I mean, just look at the Drew Holiday trade. Not that he hasn't panned out. Exactly. I mean, look at them but right now. They're in the they finals. They gave up a lot for Drew Holiday. Yeah, they gave up. Who's still the much. third guy on that team? You know, and he wouldn't really be a, a second guy on a good team. Besides, I mean, he wouldn't. It's just that's just what it is. He's not a bad player, but they gave yeah. up five consecutive first round picks for him. They gave, they gave up Bledsoe, who was a core piece. Not that he's any good, but he was a big part of their team. I mean, uh, who else did they give? They gave somebody else. I'm completely blanking. Um, I don't Eric know. Bledsoe but they, and... they gave up a lot for him. Yeah. And yeah, that's I Drew agree. Holiday. That's not Lillard. You know? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know what I was thinking about? 
what if Anthony Davis wasn't a baby? Yeah, I mean, well, no, whatever. He got his ring. What if Anthony Davis stayed in New Orleans? Because they got the first pick anyways. They'd have Zion, AD, and Drew Holiday. Ima- just imagine that, right? I don't know you how good of a fit that, those huh? two would be to next to each other. I think not, it'd be better not that than they would have had the picks up. What? I think it, it, AD is infinitely better than a lot of people you could pair yeah, next to Yeah, but AD Zion. doesn't want to play center. Exactly. Let Zion play center. Well, Zion shouldn't be playing center either. He's six Why not? Seven. They, I, I mean, they, they at, should be at that both point, playing power forward. Well, Davis at, could play center, but he's a pussy. He doesn't want no, to. No, but at that point, you don't even have to play positional basketball because you just have two giant dudes who can both guard the post to some degree. Both. Well, that's what, that's for, the thing with Davis. He doesn't want to guard the center. And Zion might be too small to guard some of the dominant guys. Not that, not you know, muscle wise, but like short. He's too short. Um. Yeah, I guess so. They gave up George know. Hill, by the way, in the holiday trade. They gave up George Hill. Yeah, who was also tremendous for them against the Celtics in the playoffs out of nowhere. He hit his shots. He hit his shots. Um, But going back to the Pelicans, I guess we can talk about that for a minute. They could have pulled the Celtics and traded down and taken Morant. That could have been another thing they could have done. They could have done a few things. They also Uh, wouldn't have, they wouldn't have like Ingram and Lonzo either on that team. Not that they're helping tremendously either but yeah exactly i know i mean i just think a core of zion ad and drew holiday is a championship contender i i, I think so i think it would be but hindsight's 2020 um next uh quote and i'll let you rant about this one a little bit jason tatum uh, i didn't like said this that, i already know what you're <laughs> i know we have differing opinions jason tatum said that kyrie irving is just misunderstood uh in the world we live in everyone's so quick to judge which is not fair we just live in a spotlight and there was more to the quote but uh, i'll let you share your opinion second. first <laughs> I mean, I know I don't really care. I know they're friends, but I know you were annoyed by that. Well, like, yeah, they know each other. He knows Kyrie better than any of us do, but yeah, they're friends. What, what, what are we misunderstanding? Are we misunderstanding that he's, you know, general as I general generalizing the city as Words being nice. racist as one? You know, like thing, thing that for that really upsets me just because it's like nobody provoked that. It, w- it wasn't necessary. And Jalen Brown nailed it. I mean, he, even if it is correct, which it is, he wasn't doing it in the right light. Like, he was doing it for personal gain, not to shed light on the issue. Like, he was doing it because it takes the spotlight off of, you know, him being an a-hole and leaving. I understand, yeah. You know, I, I don't like that. I mean, be friends, fine. I think I think everybody likes everybody too much now in the league. It's a problem. It's a big problem to me. <laughs> sure, I like I mean, you shouldn't hate everybody, but it, they lack a sense of pride. I mean, we talked about this plenty. I, I don't know. I, I don't like that they had no response after he stepped on the logo. I mean, listen, it it's not that big of a deal. Sure, I guess, but he, like everybody that we talk about with it, about it too, says like he wouldn't have done it if it meant nothing. It means something. Yeah, no, and it should mean something of... to those guys that put the jerseys on. And the fact that <laughs> yeah. it really didn't but seem to is the problem. I'll bring up the same point. What do you, like? None of them are gonna go out there and push him. Like that's just that's pointless. Like why? They, like, they don't even acknowledge it. They don't say anything about it. Put go they ahead weren't... and push him. It doesn't have to be Tatum. It could be Grant. Who cares? <laughs> Were they even asked about it? Like they're not going to go out of their way to say something about Tatum, it and start shit. What do you mean? You wouldn't say something? 
No, I told you I don't care. You know my opinion. I just don't care. If you were on the team, you wouldn't care. No. If you put on that, if they, that's the people that sign your paychecks and you put on that jersey and those people that go to the games are the ones paying for your paycheck, the fans, are, are you not going to care at all? No. I, I genuinely that, don't think I would. That's wrong in terms of what the Celtics are about. That's not, The Celtics are about, you should care. Maybe not you, Jack, but if you're on the yeah. team, you should care. <laughs> I, 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 I understand as a fan, I mean, we can only care so much. And John Corrales really nailed it. He said you get sports angry. But those guys are in the sport. They should be angry, and they're not. Uh, they don't even care enough to say something. You see these guys that used to play Big Baby KG both said something. Big Baby took it a little bit more personally than everybody else. But KG went out of his way to say something. They're not even on the team anymore. Yeah, I don't know. A different era, different time. I like I said, I just don't care. I don't know. It, it, it he definitely did it out of a place of intent. I'm not fighting on that. I just like, I just think, in my opinion, I would look at him like, wow, that guy's a fucking idiot. Whatever. Let's just go try to beat him. Let's move on. Like, I just, it just doesn't bother me at all. Yeah, like, you whatever. said he's an idiot. Then say that. But that's just pointless. Like, there's well, no what's point pointless in saying that. about it. He takes a jab at you. You can you if you want to dismiss it then and you you believe that he's an idiot then dismiss it as saying he's an idiot. I get, but they the, the issue is the people that would say something about it like you know what I'm saying like Jason Tatum is friends with him right Jalen Brown is too quiet Tristan Thompson is Jalen Brown with him. did say something about the racism thing though that's the kind of backbone more guys should have he didn't say it about the leprechaun but he said it you know he called him out on his shit nobody. Nobody has the balls to call anybody out anymore. And this is farther – it's bigger than just this Kyrie thing. I don't think – you know, guys don't have that kind of chip on their shoulder anymore against teams. There's no – there's not a lot of pride in teams around the league. I mean, I don't know. You you listen to like – it's obviously it's different errors, but like Cedric Maxwell will say like he still hates the Lakers. He says it all the time. Yeah, I just think it's a different era of basketball, and maybe you are losing that sense of rivalry. And the, the competitiveness like is, that, is leaving the game. I disagree. I just think the competitiveness is g- coming from a different place. I don't think the competitiveness is now, okay, I really want to go out there and smack the shit out of this team. It's I want to go out there and I want to win for just for this, just like for, to for win. You, like It's a selfish game now. It's not yeah, about the it's team, more personal, which is a problem. And you do see, you know, places of, okay, I want to win for this team. Like, Trey Young and the Hawks is a very obvious one. Like, that, he's like the A. And that's why people respect that team. <clears throat> yeah, that's fine. It's just, it, I don't. You could say that's why they overachieved. Because they're uh, playing with some kind of pride that's not coming from self-centeredness. Eh, I don't know. I just don't think – Trey's a very specific example because of the kind of player he is. You're never going to see Jason Tatum do some shit like that. You're never going to see Jason Tatum like, yeah, come fuck with me. No, he's too quiet. And that's just the type of superstar he is. He's been asking He is a before. quiet guy. That's fine. But they should have somebody that does it. It doesn't have to be him. Why? Why what? Why they why should have Why do they have, have to have somebody that does it? I Like, I just – yeah, why? You should have some kind of pride in what you're playing for. And a lot of these guys they, don't. I think they do. I just don't think they genuinely give a shit about some idiot stepping on the logo enough to comment about it. They should. They're, that, that's their team. They wear that name on their chest. They should care. My point is, 
what he did was so stupid and so childish. I think they just looked at it and said, whatever, it doesn't matter. Like, he's just being stupid. It, it means something if he did it. I know you acknowledge that, and it's not exactly what you're saying, but if he's going to do yeah, it, no, okay. it has My, yes. some meaning to somebody. It, yes. I am saying And he, he understands it. that it means something because he played here. Sam, yes. My point, though, is that they understand that. I, in my opinion, this is – let me voice this. I think they saw that and they're like, okay, he's trying to be a dick to the Celtics organization. Whatever. He's just being a childish moron and doing something – But they're a part that, of the organization. Sam, Sam, let me finish my point. Yes, they saw it and they saw that and they just didn't think it was worth acknowledging because he's just being an idiot. And that It's just like – Fuck it. Like, fuck that guy. Whatever. Let's just ignore him. I Like, genuinely, the people – and that's the people who don't like Kyrie. Because obviously, like I said, Smart, Irving, Tristan Thompson, all those people who, quote-unquote, have the fire or whatever to say something are all friends with Kyrie. Jalen Brown, I think, just saw that, like, whatever. That guy's well, he wasn't Kyrie playing either. Yeah. So uh, I, there was nobody who would say something about it either on the team. And They're it, all adults. It, they, they can speak up. I, my point is, I don't think they cared. And if you want to say that's a problem, it that's is fine. A problem. I don't think it's it is. absolutely I, a problem. I disagree, I, and we can disagree on that. I just don't think it matters that much. It's it's a logo, and yes, like I said, he did it out of a place of intent. But that's just Kyrie being Kyrie. You move on. It didn't help that they were getting absolutely fucking smacked. You know what I'm saying? And there's nothing you could do against a team like that. Like the the Nets were just a better basketball team. But like it, it it'd be more effective. I think you would have heard more about it if the Celtics came out and they win the next game, and you'd see Jason Tatum doing something like this, grabbing his jersey or something, and saying Celtics or something like that. But it, they got smacked. And it, like I said, that's not their fault. The Nets are a better basketball team. But I don't think anybody was gonna say something along the lines of Oh fuck Kyrie Irving or Oh blah blah. This is this blah blah. I think if they were to do something, they would have shown it. Out of okay, we're gonna win this next game for the Celtics, but they couldn't do it because the Nets are the Nets. Then, then keep an eye on it over the course of the next season because okay. it might not be over yet. And it's fair. I mean, they're okay. losing, but yeah, you know you're not gonna win. You, you should somebody should have at least fouled them or something. They they mm. need to have more pride. But they're not I gonna do that because that's uh, that's weaned its way out of the game. It's nowadays. beyond the people that do do it are not respected. It's beyond this logo. It's beyond the logo thing. I just don't think any really players play with enough pride anymore. But and the, thing the you're team saying that is, they play for. The thing you're saying is, oh, just foul them. That's not part of the game anymore. And the people who do make a part of the game are not respected in the game. Some Do something. Okay. I, fouling is just an example. And it, I know. It's but, beyond the logo. I'm not. It's not isolated on this. I don't think – not, it's not even just the Celtics. I don't think a lot of players have – enough pride in whatever team they play for and it's a problem all right all right, all right. We, we'll and if, you, if you don't think it's a problem then look at how much people are talking about that the two leading scorers on the finals teams are you know playing for the team that drafted them it means yeah. stuff to people okay yeah i just don't i think Kyrie was just being an idiot and the players who would have said something waved it off as okay he's just being an idiot um the next thing, rumors have it that if the Celtics offered Sam Presti the job of GM, he would have taken I it. I did see that. Would you rather Sam Presti be the GM than Brad Stevens? Or are you fine with this? I'd rather have Presti be the GM and Stevens the coach, probably, yeah. So are you are you disappointed that they didn't offer and do a little search? I'm not disappointed. I think it would have been interesting. I mean, how long has Presti been? I mean, like, he's just done what Ainge did, or not even Ainge, like Philadelphia. Like He's just stocking draft picks. He hasn't. Yeah. How long has he been the GM there? I I don't want to be 
Since out of my ass. He he selected KD Westbrook and Harden. Okay, so he was there for a long time. Yeah. See, that's different. I I don't know. They don't have picks though. Like they, Ainge did a pretty solid job of picking guys to be the foundation. Aside from nine, 2019, that was a tough night. Tough night. But <laughs> 19 was rough. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It, Presti's been there since 07. Um, so he, like I said, he made all of those important selections. So he knows how to build a, a great team. And he also knows the right time to tear it down and restart and do everything. So, um, I'm not too disappointed that they didn't go with Presti. I think this will be fine. I think a coaching change be fine. might be for the best. Realistically, you get a new ideas, uh, into that room. You have players have a new leader, whatever. I, I think not that Brad did a bad job. I think Udogo will be a good job at relating to the players. In that sense, I think they'll respect him. I'm not saying they'll respect him more than Brad or whatever, but I'm just saying I think there'll be a good relationship between him and the players, and I think that's an underrated aspect of a head coach. So I'm looking forward to that as well. Uh, and, yeah, that's all the quotes and, you know, little news clips I had. And now there's two games uh, that – oh, before we get into those games, who are you rooting for in the finals, Sam? There's four former Celtics. Uh, I want you to name them all first before we. Okay, Jeff Teague, you Nader, Crowder. Uh, tough one. It's a real tough one. Hold on. It's not an easy one. It's not it's a recent Celtics. Phoenix, right? <clears throat> yep, he's on Phoenix. Oh man, I just gotta go through the roster. You have obviously not Paul Booker. I don't even know if that'll work for you. It's that tough. <sighs> <laughs> veteran only played one season with the Celtics. Uh, what season? His rookie season. His rookie season. They drafted him and they traded him. Or he left. I can get a year for you if you want. Let me. Okay. Let me take a look here. It's very tough. I know tough. who it is too. Like I, I've seen it before. I just can't think of who it is. 2011, 2012. Oh man, I'm not gonna. Oh, uh, it's Etwan Moore. Bingo! There yeah. you go. Uh, yes. I think I'm. I think I want to root for Milwaukee. I don't know. I'm really just because I think Giannis really deserves it. I mean, yeah, that's Booker's fair. still on the team, but like Giannis, like really doubled down. Uh, like he's gonna, he 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 finished his rookie contract, signed another contract, and then he signed another contract on top of that when things were going poorly. So that deserves to be rewarded, in my opinion. Did Giannis sign another contract after that? Yeah, he literally signed he, this year. He did, or it might be for next year. But like he he signed another extension. He was drafted in 2013. There's no way he was still on his rookie deal. <laughs> You're right. You're right. Devin Booker. This is his rookie contract extension, right? Yeah. He's um, on the extension. I, I'm rooting for the Suns just because I want to see a Chris Paul. I think that'd be cool. I like Chris Paul. I don't know your thoughts on him. Um, and it's just like Chris the Paul's underdog fine. of the season. Um, I think it'd be sick to see them win. DeAndre Ayton's been great to watch. Jay Crowder would get a ring. That'd be pretty cool. Um, I, I wouldn't mind seeing Giannis win, though. As soon as the Lakers and the Nets are out, then I didn't really care anymore. It's nice uh, and relaxing. And Philly got exactly. out. It was really relaxing. Exactly. Yes. When the Hawks did that, that was great. I was rooting for the Hawks because I think a Hawks-Suns finals would have been just so fun. Just so fun. But uh yeah. I think I think it'll be a good series. I'm excited. I'm happy for Giannis. Like I said, I think I respect yep. what he did. I think more players need to do that. I think it should be rewarded. You know, it ties back into what we were talking about earlier. 
He obviously has pride in the franchise he's playing for, even though it is Milwaukee. It's a small market. <laughs> no, I'm not yeah. shitting on them, no, but yeah, like yeah, I got you. I overall, got you. they're not a super historic franchise. They're not the Celtics, they're not the Lakers. I mean, gold, Chicago Knicks. has Jordan's I years as history. Like it, but the Knicks. The Knicks are not a historic franchise, Jack. They haven't won anything since the 70s. I'm talking big market. They're a big market. They're okay. a big market, but they're not a historic franchise. I don't care what okay. you say. They're they, not. In the sense that they were one of the first two franchises, then they are, by definition, a historic franchise. They're not. They don't have a story. All right. History. All right. All right. We don't have to get back in, down that rabbit hole. They're, they have a history of losing. That's what they are. Um, but yeah, so you're rooting Suns, I'm rooting Bucks. Is that, I'm sorry, you're Switch rooting Bucks, I'm yeah. rooting Suns. Yeah, uh, but I'm yeah. fine with either team. There's good As reasons for Phoenix to win too, you know. But I, I'm really big on Giannis, and I, if he wins, I think it might incentivize more players to try yeah. and, because you're gonna see if they win, he's gonna get a lot more respect for doing it, not only from the national media, but the people are gonna fucking love him more than they already do, and yeah. he deserves it. Because he yep. I, stuck with them, and they had some down years. Like they lost, they lost out last year, and they really shouldn't have. To Miami, they lost to Toronto. Even though Toronto won the title, they they should have beat Toronto. Mm-hmm. You know the way they were rolling that year, they had no business losing that. It's tough. I just want to see good basketball, man. I, I'm looking forward to watching it. I I probably won't intently watch every game. I don't but... watch a single second, but I'll be I'll be looking <laughs> at the scores. Some good finishes. Um, I'll be looking forward to some good finishes. But uh, yeah, uh, we shall see what happens. The the two games I had in mind today, I wanted to play some uh, who you play for. I think okay. we've already, we've already had two instances. We're not going to do this too much today. because it's not our bit. We're going to credit <laughs> no, TNT no. every single time. We are of not course, rip off of artists, course. But this is, we inadvertently this is played this once. And now it's fun. And I'm going to put it in a, a Celtics context to some degree. Um, okay. and, and it's the off season, so there's not too much to talk about realistically. There's not, not um, especially the, not right now. The other one, which I don't know if you want to do first or second, uh, and I don't know how interested you'll be in in it, but I'm gonna try to make it interesting for you. Uh, I recently wrote up a 20 player big board for the Celtics to take oh, in that second round, but I'm gonna do it in the way that I'm gonna read you a description of the prospect, and you can tell me if you think the Celtics could use that. And so we'll find your favorite okay. prospect out of the bunch. All right. Uh, so I'll try to make it interesting. I, 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 I love just the don't draft. think the prospect, even if it's a quality player, because I'm not doubt discounting what you're saying about the draft. I'm sure it is deep, but I don't know how much time they're gonna get. I don't think they could get a time. I, I think they could get some run in the summer league. And some of these players are also very niche. And when I say niche, I mean like like a Bruce Brown, like uh, Duncan Robinson. Like they play a role and they play it well, which is something the Celtics could use. Uh, Celtics could for sure but. use some fucking shooters. Somebody that's like <laughs> so, a, like a, what Neesmith was supposed to be, even though he still might have it. He had a good end to the season. Neesmith's great. I, I like Neesmith a lot. But uh, yeah, we can go over my 20-man big board. Like I said, I'm going to read you the uh, – my computer's running slow right now. My PC – my new PC arrives on the 12th. So we'll be back to YouTube and back to uh, – to normal then but until then the laptop is moving at a snail's pace so uh, i'm going to read you these descriptions we're going to go you know compare them going to the next one so uh, a 6-6 forward uh, and his main draws is knockdown shooting as he shot 46.2 percent from deep his senior season is this grimes <clears throat> no no i'm, I'm not gonna, gonna uh, that every single i mean time. I, I guess i can just tell you names because you're not gonna know them anyway that's joe joe Wieskamp out of iowa so Versus Dwayne Washington, a 6'3 guard, led Ohio State to a 21 and 10 record a senior season. Uh, not an amazing player. What, what's Kirk, his name? Dwayne Washington Jr. Is this the guy that missed the shot? <laughs> yeah, I don't <laughs> yeah. want him anywhere near this. Okay. I don't. I hope okay. that guy doesn't get in the league. 
cost me money. The one time <laughs> I bet on sports, he cost. And it was everything else hit, and that guy didn't make shots to end the game. All right, we'll go. Joe Wieskamp is your favorite then. So Joe Wieskamp, six six forward, uh, elite shooter from deep. Uh, Sam Hauser, a six eight forward, played for Virginia senior season, elite three point shooter, around forty four percent in college, and also is he a above white average. guy. Uh, he is. He has <laughs> he a is. white guy name. Above average passer. Not that it matters as well. So uh, another guy for you, six eight forward versus six six, both very similar players. Hauser can also play make pretty well though, and it's an okay defender. So. I put him above him on my big board. Uh, next up, we got, let's take a look here, David Johnson, 6'5 point guard. You can play the one of the two, solid size. Uh, shooting improved your sophomore season. Fairly boring. I'm assuming you'll take either of the shooters over him. <clears throat> Josh Christopher out of Arizona State, 6'5 shooting That's guard. That's a name I know. Mm-hmm. Not for any other reason than 2K, but I do know his name. <laughs> Stood out at the combine, super aggressive, super confident. Uh, not great shooting slits, but that's just because he was the main guy. So he, he could turn into a solid prospect. More raw, though, so I assume you'll take either of the shooters over him. <clears throat> Jeremiah Robinson Earl, 6'9", forward, known for his defense. Uh, can do a little bit of everything. He's kind of this versatile, do-it-all, power forward kind of guy. He can shoot, he can score, he can defend really well, uh, defend multiple positions. I'm really high on him. He's very weirdly fluctuating on draft boards right now, but <clears throat> there you go. Uh, Max Asmus, another name you know. Uh, he also cost you money because he used the guy on the other team. Uh, I didn't Oral know his Roberts. Name, but now I know what you're saying. <laughs> well, that's fine. He's a he's a winner. He's not a <laughs> choke artist. I mean, the other guy just he took bad. He, from what I remember, he took bad shots too. Like he, yeah, he upset. Uh, the game me. was ugly. Game was for sure ugly. Uh, Joel Iai, six five guard, shoot efficiently, uh, great rebounder for his position, an amazing athlete. Uh, should be a decent NBA role player immediately. Uh, Dashin Nix, 6'5 guard, played in the G League, Ignite, uh, very raw talent. I don't think the Celtics would love him, but he's super uh, talented, got a lot of potential. Marcus Garrett, 6'5 point guard, solid defender. Uh, I think you take the shooter over most of these guys. We're going to get into the top 10 relatively soon, and I, I think you'll start to like these guys more. These are the guys I want on your radar, Sam, just for the purpose of me having yeah, my receipts. I'm not going to remember any of them. <laughs> I, I just They're going to pick receipts. whoever they pick, and I'm going to go, <laughs> oh, great pick. I just want my receipts. I just want my receipts. Kessler Edwards, uh, one of my favorites, uh, great shooter in college, great defender. Uh, he has all the makings of being a two-way player. Guard multiple positions, knocks down NBA threes with these. Keep an eye on him. Jordan Hall, 6'8", Russian guard. 6'8", Russian, guard at St. Joseph's. <laughs> he averaged 10, 6, and 6 in his freshman year. Super long, does a little everything. Um, yeah, McKinley Wright, he's a six-foot point guard. Does that turn you away immediately? No. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> rising up draft boards lately. He no, averaged 15, four and a half, and six. Uh, six assists his senior year. Decent on defense, good playmaker. Uh, David Duke, unfortunate name, Providence guy I've talked about before. Um, six-foot point the, guard. So this can't pick him. I mean, yeah, listen, I, I'm from Rhode Island. I've <laughs> seen him play. I've been to Friars games. And I did. I honestly did not know when, you know, until like someone told me that that was like the, the leader's name of the KKK. Yeah, yeah. Grand Wizard. yeah I didn't know either. I didn't know. I, I knew David Duke, the basketball player. That's what I knew it yep. from. So, mm-hmm. I mean, people would be happy if that happened here. But people national would say, oh, Celtic KKKs, whatever. Yeah, they, they love it on tough. Twitter. Those dumbass people. Oh, that makes me mad. <laughs> They need it up on Twitter. Uh, my number six, 
Quentin Grimes, the name you actually mentioned. I'm surprised. Well, you, you keep talking about him. <laughs> He's a bucket. He's I a also bucket. know he scored, 2K, but he scored 27 points in a combine game, which is in like five ridiculous. minutes or something, right? Yeah, he doesn't play a lot, so he <clears throat> he scores really well. Uh, keep an eye on him. My top five. I picked a lot of guards for my top five because I do think if they can develop a guard, Yamadar was off my radar at this point, and I I still don't bank on him even coming over. Uh, fully, he might go back. He's to gonna the, come over. He's, really he's gonna come over. I'm telling you. I don't know if he's gonna make an impact or play, but all right. Well. And I'm not sold on him either. But I th- I think it just makes sense for him to come over. I guess. Yeah. I I'm not sold on any Israeli league numbers. I that <laughs> I have no confidence in that. I mean, I got you. Nothing to. Me. I got you. Um, AJ Lawson. Uh, impressed at the combine, put up 17, 7, 7, and four steals. Uh, 6'6 guard. He made 22 threes in a row at his pro day, so he can shoot. Hard worker. He worked his way up from the G League camp to an invite to the NBA combine, kind of like a Terrence Mann story, who obviously you saw impressed in the playoffs. His mom <laughs> coaches at URI. I did not know that. One of my coworkers was talking about it. Yes. Mom? She's oh, the fire. women's coach. Did not know that. It's pretty dope. Where did I drop this down? Um, My. Most realistic favorite, Austin Reeves. I know you've heard me say that name before. Uh, 6'5 forward, 18'5 five and 5 at Oklahoma. Uh, he's a forward who can play make super well, ball handle really well, can shoot really well, super aggressive. Just great all-around guy. I love him. Uh, I think he'd be great. He is white. Um, which, well, he's uh, white. <laughs> well, Jack think used to pick automatically up like him because we're Celtics <laughs> fans, and that's how get it works. The fuck, get the fuck out of here. Well, that's what Kyrie um, said. <laughs> Uh, number three, Bones Highland, sick name. His name's Nashawn Highland, but his nickname and basically everyone calls him Bones Highland. I saw which something is fire. about him the other day. I don't remember what it was. I think <laughs> mm-hmm. they said he had like a good combine or something like that. He played really, that. really well at the combine. Yeah. Yep, seventeen points, six rebounds, four assists, two blocks, and a steal as a six-three guard. So it's pretty impressive, if you ask me. Jason Preston, uh, slowly becoming my favorite guy. Six-four guard, played three years at Ohio. He averaged. 16, 7, and 7 in his junior season. Uh, moves the ball super well. His best attribute is playmaking. Uh, above average sized guard. Uh, that's great. But number one, Miles McBride. I don't know if he'll drop to 45. NBA comparison was Kyle Lowry, which I think would be super useful. Two steals. Great all ball defender. How tall is he? Uh, <clears throat> he's 6'2". So he's not okay. too, too short. Not but bad Not bad. But uh, Jason Preston, Miles McBride, and uh, Austin Reeves. And who was my other one? Uh, Nashawn Highland, Nashawn Highland, Quentin Grimes. I like <laughs> the guy that you there. were talking about early on. That's three. For some reason, three and D is just something that's, you know, I think if you're, if you're the Celtics, I'm not saying that these guys are the, you know, this guy's a better prospect, but yeah. if you're the Celtics, that's kind of what you should be looking for. Cause you don't need to draft somebody that's going to be, well, it's, it's hard to say because there are times. I, I don't think if they draft somebody that's used to being, a dominant, like guy. a game dominator, it's gonna work because, like, just like a Carson Edwards, like they're not gonna get as many opportunities because of the team they're on. And I think they already have enough yeah. young guys getting minutes. I, I don't. I know. understand. This is why I just get excited with whoever they draft <laughs> because so, there's a lot that goes into it. Not that these guys aren't better prospects. It's it's more about the fit. Unless you're yeah. obviously at the top where your whole team's mm-hmm. bad. If you're looking for three and D players, I'll, I'll give you a few names to look out for. Look out for Sam Hauser, Joe Weisskamp. Oh, the white guy. Oh, yeah, <laughs> hey, yeah, the most, white guy. Hey, uh, 
those two, Quentin Grimes even could be okay in that role. Kessler Edwards, a great defender, super versatile defender, and can shoot the ball super well. Played for Pepperdine, which is super weird. But Kessler Edwards is a huge one. And Austin Reeves, too. He's a good defender. So uh, those are some names for you to look out for. But, Sam, it is time. It is time. To, to play who he played for. Okay. Uh, right. This will be to wrap up the show. And we'll start out fairly easy. And the way I'm going to gear it towards the Celtics is are these are all Celtics? players. <laughs> no, these are all players I think the Celtics could realistically trade for without giving up to their core pieces this offseason. Well, they must realistically, all be asked, though. especially if we're doing who we play for. <laughs> exactly. I'm going to tell you to go expect? pound Sam with all these trades. <laughs> what do you expect me to say? Who he play for? Steph Curry edition, Sam? What do you think? Well, this no, is I, thought, I, thought, I, I thought you were going to do former <laughs> Celtics, which I would have all no, no. nailed them. We can do that next time. I'll, I'll prepare a list for next show that's just us, and we can do former that, I'll we... probably nail them all. <laughs> all right. All right. We'll start out easy. Who does Tom Tomas Sadoransky play for? Washington. Nope. <laughs> oh, for one. Chicago, then. Yep. Bingo. Yeah. Hasn't played for Washington in a few years, actually, Sam. Drop really? the ball, we'll say. I thought he was on Washington. I thought he played them in the playoffs <laughs> for some reason. You thought he what? I thought he was on the team in the play-in that played the Celtics when it was Washington. I don't know. But I, I, think I, I quickly – I think wrong, yeah. That's who it was. But I quickly knew who he played for. I just Yep. You got it. You got it uh, fairly quickly, though. Um, next one, Ricky Rubio. Yeah, he's on Minnesota. <laughs> Bingo. Name that has come up in recent days for the Celtics. Uh, let's see. Derek White. San Antonio. Okay, there we go. Uh, we'll get into uh, to a tough one. I I have the the salary caps of every NBA player, and the point of this is I I think they're TPE targets. So you'll give up a couple seconds. You might give up a young player that doesn't matter, and you'll get them back for a veteran presence. Because the Celtics have a ton of TPE still that they need to use if they want to get value out of it. So that's where these ideas are coming from. Torian Prince, Sam. Torian Prince. Torian Prince. <laughs> I'll tell you. I can tell you teams he has played for. All right. He's played for Atlanta. Bingo. He's played for Brooklyn. Bingo. Uh, that's all I know. But I, I nope. know. Is he on Houston now? No, he is not. You're thinking of Damari Carroll. Uh, they look very similar. They both have dreads. They do. I always get them confused because of the dreads. Dorian Prince. Oh man. I he don't want you traded, to traded traded from Brooklyn to this team this season. This so. season. This. He's on Cleveland. Bingo. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> there you go. All right. Uh, next up, you know Michael Carter-Williams, right? I just told you. He that. played for Orlando. I would have told okay. you Houston, but he was <laughs> All right, all right. Um, let's see. Will Barton. Sam, Will Barton. He's still in Denver. Yep. He's okay. still in Denver. There you go. You Justice. saying that. Like, I, you all, I thought that was like a trick one. No, no. I tried to trick you. A little reverse psychology. Justice Winslow, Sam. Memphis. Okay. Wow. There you go. All right. Um, Corey Joseph. He's he's not in Toronto anymore, is nope. he? No, so he's he, is he on he Sacramento? Was. Nope. He was in Sacramento. <laughs> You're getting all the yeah. former teams. Where the hell is Corey Joseph playing now? I know he played for the Pacers, but he doesn't anymore. It's not the Pacers. <laughs> no, it's not the Pacers. Where the hell is he playing now? He played for the Spurs, then the Raptors, then the Pacers, and then Sacramento. The Spurs. And he got traded this season from Sacramento. Where the hell? Who the hell they trade with? I'm just going to give you the word irrelevant, Sam. You're going to give me a team. Irrelevant? The Knicks? No, I'm mm. kidding. He, is it, it's not OKC, is it? No. 
other let's let's try this again. Other irrelevant teams. Last season. Last season they were irrelevant. They hit it big this off season, but this off season they hit it big. Or oh, it's Detroit. Yeah, Detroit. Okay. Yeah, I would have uh, never guessed Detroit. In years. <laughs> Detroit Pistons. Uh, let's see who are other guys. I think the Celtics could uh, make a deal for Rodney Hood. I sent you a Rodney Hood trade earlier. Toronto. Today. All right. All right, Larry Nance, I assume you know as well. Cleveland. Yep, all right. Uh, no, Jeremy first Lamb. of all, they're, they're not going to get Corey Joseph, by the way. Leave that alone. <clears throat> yeah. Why? You don't like Corey Joseph? There's no need <laughs> to do that. It just doesn't make any sense. You need. I think you need a backup pucker. Maybe it is Yamadar, but I think— I'm not saying it has to be him. It's just like I don't want him taking minutes off of Pritchard. <laughs> it, it just injury relief purposes. I'm not saying he, I'm not saying any of these backup point guards I suggest should take minutes away from either of them. I think Smart then Pritchard. That's your one two. But you need an extra point guard. I don't think you can go into next season with just two point guards. <clears throat> that's just my opinion. But uh, uh, let's see. Who else was? I, I know I had more ideas. Uh, Maxi Kleber. Do you know? He's on Dallas, right? They didn't trade yeah. him. Yeah, he's still in Dallas. <laughs> nope. Don Dallas. Uh, DeLon Wright is a low-key one that I really like. But DeLon Wright was saying. on the Pistons. I don't. Did he finish there? No, he got traded. He got <laughs> traded. So he won, but he started the year on the Pistons because mm-hmm. they played the Celtics. DeLon Wright, oh, he I'm, he was on one of the teams <laughs> that was somewhat deep in the playoffs. Am I right? He was on. No. No? He got traded for somebody that I already mentioned during this game. <laughs> let's see who got traded what, oh so he's on sacramento yeah you got yeah, traded for Corey Joseph. Joseph. <laughs> that was funny i didn't even realize that when i said it but uh rondo sam i'll give you a free oh, he's because on the clippers for, for now <laughs> for now until he gets traded to the until celtics he gets to the celtics for tristan thompson <laughs> which would be uh, ideal because yeah. it doesn't make sense to have thompson on this team anymore i agree I agree. Chris Dunn. I assume you know this. Chris Dunn's a, oh well he is he still in Atlanta? Did they trade yep. him? No, he's still in Atlanta. But yeah, he's with Atlanta. Uh there were a few more I wanted to do real quick before we wrap it up. Rodney Magruder. Battle <laughs> team is he on? We we did this one last week and I didn't know. I know, him. that's why I wanted to bring it up. I just like bringing up random names because it's, I think on, it's funny. He's not in Detroit. Yeah. Is, oh, he is Detroit? <laughs> yeah, bingo. Good Detroit's shit. the one I'm gonna start guessing when I don't know. Because <laughs> I just don't know anybody on their team. That's fair. Saku Dumboya. He, well, he's on Detroit. <laughs> yeah, I'm just messing. Uh, Daniel House, we went over. I'm House looking at Houston. I have, like I said, the cap sheet flipped up. And anybody that's highlighted in purple, meaning I've clicked on them in the past few days, I've just been <laughs> finding them uh, as I go over. Oh, this is interesting. I, I saw some rumbling on Twitter. I think it was Greeny. Does Brad pick up Jabari Parker's option next year? Because he's not a uh, guaranteed contract. Let's see why not. What else are you going to do with that money? I think Parker was fine. I know, but I'm saying you could bring in. Uh, he was fine, but are, are you saying you couldn't find either A, you give those minutes to Grant, Neesmith, and Romeo, or B, you find a veteran who can come off the bench, be a better locker room presence. I think you give them to those presence. guys anyway. I know, but if you're going to do that in the first place, you might as well utilize one of those sign-in trades, give up a second, and bring in a veteran to the locker room to make the team a little bit older. Well, uh, that's just my young. opinion. He's like 26. I thought he played okay. I thought I thought he was okay. Bad. He was good enough for me to keep around. He had a good playoff. I suppose. I suppose. I just want to get as much as you can out of those. Um, what's it called? Sign and trade. Uh, trade exceptions. Uh, I think that's 
all of the ones I have for you. Uh, I don't see any more potential trade candidates. So I'll, you don't want a Nave, Sam. That's the last one we'll end with him. Who? Oh, he's the guy. <laughs> he plays for uh, yeah. Toronto. Yep. Yeah, he's the guy that got killed by Anthony Edwards. Yep, that is exactly why I brought him up. But uh, that's all I had for today. I thought that'd be funny. I'll, I'll make up a list of former Celtics and have that for you uh, next time we play. Uh, actually, I'll end with uh, O'Shea Brissett. <laughs> I've never even heard that name before. It's not Detroit because that's too easy. No. Is it Houston? No, it's not a. It's a relatively non-irrelevant team. They've been a playoff team fairly consistently, except for this past year. Except for this year, is it Toronto? No, it's that kind no. of team though. Eastern Conference. You're on the right track. <laughs> he. He earned a contract. He, he kind of played like Moses Brown. He played really well at the end of the season and earned a contract off his two-way. He's really good. Uh, Indiana is the Pacers. So oh, there you go. Um, but, yeah, that's all I had for today. Is there anything else you want to bring up before we uh, wrap the show? No, and I'm sick of being sick. <laughs> yeah. I've had enough. Brutal. <laughs> it's tough. The uh, self-consciousness I, I have to deal with on a daily basis at work. I don't want to <laughs> cough or sneeze and be judged. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. I'm not going to promise I'm not going to bring up uh, draft players in the future. I know you don't like it, but um, I don't like it. any off-season topics we do. But it's <laughs> not your fault. It's just uh, we have to fill the show. That's how it works. That's how it works. Hey, and don't sleep. Celtics trading up into the first round. No, I'm just kidding. I don't think they'll trade it. It doesn't make any sense for them to do that. They traded <laughs> out. I know. Of it. I know. They wouldn't have traded out of it if they really wanted to be there. I'm messing. I'm messing. Um, yeah. That being said, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, you guys can follow us at Bannertown USA. We've been tweeting more from there. You guys can follow me at Jack Simone NBA. I cover the Celtics. I cover the Heat and the Hornets now as well. So uh, a little wide variety of content for you there. And uh, yeah, per usual, Sam, go ahead and wrap us up. Follow me at Sam LaFrance NBA. I cover people winning the lottery. I cover <laughs> fires and murders now at ABC6. That's just riveting stuff. Well, some of it's not bad. <laughs> but uh you know i i write the banger web stories i wrote one i didn't write Bangers. one one thing we do is we we take uh we can take stories from like certain sites like the associated press and i took this story that was um man like mocks out like there's like a sign that says don't like swim with the alligators and he says fuck the alligators and he jumps in and like he, get, he instantly <laughs> gets like eaten like he dies wow and wow. like the headline was epic I found out I was five years old after I posted it, so I had to take it down. But, like, people have still been clicking it, even though I took it down. Wow. So it's just been going off, but they're just clicking nothing. (laughs) Before you wrap up, uh, I just saw this come in somewhere. A new favorite draft prospect for you off of name alone. His name is Makuich Maluich. Thought you were going to talk about the Cockburn guy. (laughs) His name is Kofi Coburn. Yeah. (laughs) If the Celtics drafted him, it wouldn't matter. Would not matter. Sorry, brother. He's actually really good. Our boy, Frazier Ramon, would have a field day with him. (laughs) Anyways, continue. Uh, Finish up. Finish up. But no, that was the story. And then I had to take it down. But I am the king of page views (laughs) at ABC6. I just, I talk my shit. Beast. Um, Oh man! Sometimes I get to write Celtics for them. I got to write about uh, Udoka. That was fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, all right. Thank you so much for listening. You're not <laughs> watching today. Uh, like Jack said, follow him at Jack's One NBA. Follow Bannertown at Bannertown USA. We're starting to Jack starting to tweet. I tweeted today. It didn't do too well. <laughs> and then uh, 
You can follow me at Sam LaFrance NBA. That's our show for today. Bye.